I'll give it a few seconds. Hopefully, I'm really hoping the audio is actually pretty good. So with that being said, Sabah, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Android Bay. It is episode 122 today on July, or sorry, June 18th. I don't, I don't know why I'm jumping on July. For some reason, I want it to be July. Um, on June 18th, 2022, and we are back. I'm a little bit late. I do apologize for that. It has been a, um, let's just say, a, uh, <laughs> a big challenge uh, from a technical standpoint this morning to get everything kind of running the way it's supposed to be. Hmm. Good morning, Sabaho Barry. Hope you're doing well. Barry Johnson's with us this morning. Um, I'm using a, a new audio solution, not as a permanent solution, but more so as a test. Um, so Barry, I don't know if you can uh, maybe just give me the uh, the thumbs up or sounds good, sounds bad, or does it sound worse than, well, I mean, it's different than usual, but we're using the, uh, the Samsung uh, microphone setup that I did a video on yesterday. And um, I felt like it would be a really good or a decent experience to be able to show my solution or my favorite solution out of the two that I showed in that video, as this is typically what I like to use, a lavalier microphone, and we're wired directly into the PC, this one. Um, Barry, uh, okay, so Finn Jacobs, hey, Barry, everybody says, sounds good. Jimmy Fire Dragon, hope you guys are doing good. Um, you know, and of course, Finn Jacobs in there. Finn, uh, it sounds worse than usual, in my opinion. It is supposed to be different. Um, I can definitely switch back into the normal audio setup uh, if, if it's too much. Um, when you say worse, is it sound quality or volume? Maybe that will also be help me, help me. I didn't get a reminder for the live stream. So uh, Jimmy, actually, the what's what went on with me is um, I was having a hard time this morning getting everything set up. And I was supposed to go on at 9.30. And obviously, right now, it's like almost 10.30, about an hour late. So technicality caused me not to be able to have it pushed out. So it just pushed on um, Twitter, on in, uh, not Instagram, on Twitter, and also on the uh, community tab on the TK Bay channel. So I just pushed those things out and I retweeted it on TK. So you probably see it's very, very soon. Um, okay, so the quality is a lot worse. So um, this is par also partially because I haven't had a chance to check it out as much. Um, you know, actually, one second. Okay. Let's try this. Because I know when I was recording audio from it, it sounded a lot better than this. So let's go ahead and do this. I want to switch over to... Uh, the other microphone that Samsung sent me over, and that would be the headset solution. The headset solution is closer, and it does provide a little bit more um, deeper sound, but I just want to make sure that it doesn't sit on my face. And, of course, now I have the the wiring from heaven here. No, I was kidding. So we're going to do this. Let's go ahead and switch the microphone. So we're going to switch over to the headset. But first, we're going to put it on. And I'm going to position it slightly above so that it does not perturb or hit any of the facial hair that we have here. And with that being said, give me one second. We're going to mute myself. And now, let me know, does it sound better or does it sound uh, just the same? And we should just switch over back to the standard, which is our Rode, uh, I think this is the Podcaster Pro uh, microphone. That obviously is the best option, the best solution uh, that we get. So I'd love to hear your opinions on this. And obviously for everybody on, if, if you're listening to this on the replay, on the audio version, I do apologize. It's uh, a little bit of testing going on and trying to get things working. Um, and I'll give you guys a couple of seconds to kind of go through. Audio should, should be coming through. I think it should be. Um, it sounds better, but a bit worse than the mic you usually use. Okay. Well, with that being said, let's just do this then. Let's let's go ahead and turn on. I'm going to turn on my Focusrite, and we're going to go back to uh, you know our good old 
broadcast quality, broadcast. Uh, uh, so right here, Focusrite, USB. Da, da, da. Okay, so now we're back. Yeah, we're back in there. Let's go ahead and disconnect this guy. And we can disconnect that guy. So now we should be back to normal. I think this should be the example of uh, what not to do on a live stream uh, two minutes before you start the show. It's you know uh, better sound, but a bit worse than the mic before. Uh, this would be great for loud environments, I think like CES and other things like that. that no, definitely. Um, so you should be able to hear me quite well. Back to normal sound or uh, well, audio levels here with the exception of all the wires going on. Uh, but overall, welcome back. Welcome back to everybody kicking it with us on the Saturday. Um, Saturday has actually been an interesting, uh, actually this today is interesting for me because I had a, a device that literally showed up to my house yesterday afternoon and it's the Poco C40. This is an entry level device that in my opinion, at least has a single purpose, a single purpose of what it's intending to do. It's supposed to last forever. It's a large display, 6.71 inch display. It has a 6,000 milliampere battery. And the processor is not necessarily, I mean, it's an entry level. It's a sub $200, around $150 type of phone. So you can imagine the performance that we're getting in there. It's not a strong processor. And it also wasn't really listed on the device. It keeps talking about an octa-core processor. But essentially, it's like an 853, um, quad 853 uh, you know, uh, cores that we have in there, clocked in at about 2 gigahertz. So it's not going to break any any you know thresholds or any any benchmarks or anything like that. So what you're getting here is a the best experience possible on a device that is basically intended to last for a really long time. So we're going to do an unboxing on this guy, but I also want to talk to you guys about something that also showed up a couple of days ago to me that I am very very excited about, and it is a you know it's a Bluetooth speaker, and it's you'll be like, well, TK, I've seen many many of them, but no, I don't think you've seen many Bluetooth speakers. Um, that have a very, like, really, really good sound, but also are very nice and they look kick-ass, like, literally, like, uh, ex machina kind of thing, uh, and really trying to just do that whole, just, this is Gravistar, the Venus uh, size. They're small, they're very, very uh, small as far as the footprint, but you're getting really good sound there uh, as well. Uh, okay, so here, this is actually a good question. Uh, ben GV, GVSD. So I have the OnePlus 9 Pro. Should I upgrade to the 10 Pro? Um, Honestly, man, in the easiest way without kind of taking too long, I would probably say no. I think the 10 Pro is really not meant for somebody that has the 9 Pro. The 9 Pro and the 10 Pro have a very, very overlapping kind of, a, um, I would say, feature set. So you're not really getting that much better of an experience and worth um, losing the value on the 9 Pro that you have. You're going to end up having to sell that. And then, of course, getting that over to the next level and you know being able to basically get the benefit of going to the 10. Uh, charging speed is about the same. You still have wireless charging. You still have the same size, uh, similar size display, same resolution. So I really would recommend you sticking with this one, maybe looking into if the Ultra, if the Ultra does end up becoming a thing, um, maybe seeing if that may be a good option. But the 10 Pro right now, I feel like it's targeted towards the 7 Pro and the 8 Pro probably, but not really in the 6, uh, six series. I think the 9 series is really nice and you're still very capable and getting all the updates and everything. You're pretty much set. Um, and I'm sure everybody in the chat will also be able to give us uh a good, uh, you know, backup on that one. And yeah, actually, as I can imagine, yeah, Barry jumped in with it. I agree with TK, keep the 9 Pro. Um, uh, and this is from someone who loves the 10 Pro, which yes, I have, I have both. And I can tell you that realistically, uh, with the exception of maybe a couple of things, maybe a couple of little minor things, it really isn't that much of a, a spec bump that it would really justify it. The 888 and the 8 Gen 1 are very similar. Um, and you're still getting basically the benefit of uh, the latest and, and greatest updates from uh, OnePlus. You're still within the update cycle. That's what I'm trying to say. So you should be pretty good. There's a lot of boxes here, and they're like intruding into the comments. 
uh dragon goddess good morning sabaho everybody i know it's we're practically at lunch uh welcome back welcome and uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us here on this beautiful saturday um, before we get into the unboxing, and I also want to share with you guys how I create my reels. I felt like this is something I haven't been doing, sharing a little bit of the creation process. Um, and in, in obviously in, in a little bit of an homage, since I said I'm going to be doing an unboxing, I already shot some B-roll for this, and we're going to be doing something together. And I want to hopefully maybe entice you guys to start creating more content on the go and maybe utilizing your devices in, in a different way to create content that maybe will help. So with that being said, a um, little bit of housekeeping as far as this week. Uh, hey, Dan's, uh, sorry. I see Matt's in the chat. Uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, hey, uh, hey. For, oh, so Matt's in the uh, Matt's in the uh, working today. Thank you for topping and jumping in, man. I appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to jump in on the last couple of gaming sessions. Um, this, the, this week's day job for me has been kind of taking me out of the house. So I've had to go out a couple of times. And as you probably, if you guys follow Juan Carlos on the Patreon, you probably saw a little bit of a, a little sneak peek of something he and I were working on yesterday. Uh, we ended up taking a little bit of a, a short trip with the, you know, hanging out over at the museum. Uh, but yes, uh, I see Greg's in with us here. Uh, thank you very much. Hope you're doing well. Uh, and of course, uh, everybody in there. Um, the last couple of weeks for me on the channel, if you're following the channel, the main channel, the TK Bay channel, you'll notice there's a couple of things changing. Obviously, it's been focused more on um, content that I typically don't cover all the time, but I wanted to really cover. I've had a backlog of content that I haven't had a chance to work on. Now, we're going through somewhat of a, of a lull. And seriously, the, C the C40 or, you know, the C40 was a surprise drop. I didn't really expect it to show up, but it did show up. And it was something that um, Poco just announced literally on the, on the 16th. So not that long, like a couple of days ago, they, they posted a video on their main channel. But um, I posted a couple of videos last week. We posted the uh, the video on the chair that I'm using right now. Uh, obviously, I also posted finally the video on the Leviathan uh, version 2 from Razer, a really good uh, sound bar for your PC if you're looking for that type of solution. Unfortunately, it seems like it's really hard to find, which is weird. Uh, I'm hoping Razer is able to push out some more stock. But uh, currently, if I'm not mistaken, about their website is about the only one that may have some information as, as far as when it's available. The other option that I also did get a chance to did get a chance to push out a video on was a super base, uh, and that's a portable power station that's a little bit different than the one I did last week, which was the Anchor one. Now the Anchor one is much bigger; it's definitely intended to be much more of a powerhouse type of a solution, where the super base is supposed to be more of a, a portable solution that still provides you that power, but also gives you the flexibility of having it lighter, one-handed type of operation, large LED, couple of plugs for outlets, and of course, powering your life. For me, it's been doing amazingly well in camping experiences and, of course, on the go type of thing. So um, my son loves to camp. We keep setting up the tents in the backyard. And, of course, we have to inflate a couple of beds, power a fan, power a laptop just to get them to enjoy some content there. And it's been doing amazingly well. So the Superbase M 600M uh, is uh, that's what I put out the video this week. There's a 1000M. And those really are kind of like a flexible solution and offering uh, from, you know, kind of a portable power situation. And the last one was on these uh, microphones. Now, I do. I will say that it's more than likely um, I need to probably process or have some little bit more configuration to get these microphones to work well. They work great on on mobile. They work great um, for phone calls and everything else that I've been using them on. It's just that I think for some reason it could also be StreamYard and the audio processing. It likes the focus right because that takes all of the heavy lifting of processing the audio outside of the PC and it just gives it really good. Uh, and of course, this is obviously a more professional level microphone. So very different experience, absolutely. I, but I'm pretty sure that if I was doing it for quite a while with those microphones, it would have been great. 
Um, so I pushed a video for that yesterday. It's a video comparing uh, audio solutions between a, micro, a microphone, uh, you know, utilizing a basically a lavalier solution. So typical to what I usually use on my videos uh, as comparing it to the headset solution that you can probably use. And again, I think for most people, I feel like the headset solution is uh, maybe the better solution if you're comfortable with something on your face. Um, if not, then the lavalier should be perfectly fine. I think those are the really good ones. So that was the video I pushed out yesterday. Um, and hopefully I'm going to start picking up on going back into a little bit more. Like I'll have a, I should have a video on the uh, C40 come up on the main channel. Uh, and there's a few more things coming up hopefully in the next couple of days as well. And um, we'll talk about the Venus. The Venus is also another one that's coming up. Uh, let's double check here. Da, da, da. Uh, it's also... <laughs> Uh, it's also hot here in the UK. Uh, so it, it, it's been we've been we've all been going through some weird weird um, weather, I would say. And I feel like the summer is coming in earlier and earlier. Surprisingly for me here yesterday, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was originally pro, uh, forecasted to be somewhere around the 40, 40, uh, 40 to 41 Celsius, about 100 Fahrenheit here for us. Uh, I'm talking 100 with zero humidity. You have to keep that in mind. Um, but it ended up being actually a nice, decent day. It was like around 34, 32, maybe. Uh, and it wasn't actually that bad uh, for us considering. And um, it was actually, it made for a good a good trip to the museum uh, with Juan. So it was really nice. Uh, and then a little bit of a background there. I also took Omar with us. So Omar was having a chance to play out and test out his brand new Pixel 5a as uh, his new smartphone that he's been playing with. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been running hot. I mean, we're going back into the hundreds in the next couple of days either way. Um, Marilyn, good morning. Hope you're doing well. I see Marilyn kicking it with us as well. And of course, uh, never apologize, mate. No, I know. I know. I, I just, I wanted to make it, but I didn't get a chance to hit you up. And, uh, I know we were playing a couple of matches before the, the other day and it didn't, I wasn't able to finish up as much there as well. So, um, it's, it's weird. Like every once in a while, the schedule kind of goes bonkers and it's typical things like that. But yeah, uh, overall, as far as things, um, oh, uh, okay. So, uh, be, uh, ben, I'm assuming it says Ben. Okay, so I downgraded Android 11, um, Color OS on uh, on the Droid 12 on the OnePlus was basically Oppo skin. It is um, plus uh, too many bugs later on, etc. So custom ROMs, yeah, I mean that's typical, right? You're you're experimenting and trying to bridging over. Now we know that Color OS shouldn't be too foreign to color to Oxygen OS devices, as technically Oxygen OS exists on the phones that you have, like the OnePlus 9 Pro and the 10 Pro in China. Um, so there are versions of the software that you can download. So if you download those versions of a Color OS, you should be able to sideload the Google Play services and still get Color OS running. But you have to keep in mind it's the region and the uh, the software version that you're trying to use. I'm sorry, I need to make sure all these wires. I have a lot of wires sitting on my side. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, my question, maybe my surprise, or at least maybe I would be interested. What was the main reason to go back to Android 11? Um, is it because of exposed modules, or is it certain modules that you haven't been able to upgrade to, to Android 12 yet? Because I know some custom um, modules and you know custom uh, mods on the phone. Uh, typically, Android 11 is a little bit more compatible. So I'm wondering if that was maybe that's the rationale you have there. Um, but yeah, as Finn was saying, Finn, uh, everybody, please stay hydrated. Please be safe and stay cool if you can. And of course, in Europe, it's it's going to be a hot one. It's it's crazy how the weather has been going on lately. Aditya, and oh my God, Aditya is in the chat. Everybody say hi, Aditya. Well, welcome back, our Mr. Cumberbatch of the channel. Um, so we have Omar to thank for, uh, thank you if we notice and improving the camera work and uh, the cloud. Absolutely. Um, it was really more, um, so Omar is in summer. It's summer break for Omar. And um, I felt like this was a, this would be a great opportunity for him to check out a place because, you know, the Pixel 5a is, it's actually a quite capable phone. I didn't necessarily take him from, 
uh, into something that was not as, as capable. It's a budget phone, but it's definitely a very capable phone. And as we know, the Pixel 6a is going to be coming out in literally about a month from now. So the 21st of July, at least that's how Google said it, yeah, the Pixel 6a should be available. Um, and of course, shortly before that, we're going to be hearing about the Nothing phone that's going to be coming out on the 12th of July. July seems to be a very busy month. And that's why probably my mind kind of shifted to the 12, to July already, even though it wasn't there. Um, oh, okay. So 17, that's not that bad, actually. 17 is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, County down in Northern, uh, yeah, in Northern Great Britain. Uh, using the uh, the A13 beta 3.1. Oh, nice. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, the the, uh, the Samsung in there. Aditya is in there. Everybody kicking it. Uh, oh, man. oh, Dominic is in there. Oh, hey, man. Hope you're doing well. Dominic is in the chat. Good morning. Sabaha, everybody. So let's not waste any time. Let's let's not really waste any any time at all. So let me do this. I'm going to remove this. And I will clean up things later. I do not want to make a mess. But let's go ahead and do this. So we're going to do a quick unboxing. I'm going to need to turn on my B-cam. I think I didn't turn it on. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. And let's switch over to the B cam. Let's see. Ooh, and then now. Okay, yeah, we're back. See, we're good. So here we are. So I'm going to move the mouse and the stickers. I'm not just kidding. Those are the other one. And we'll let we'll let this guy keep an eye on us. Actually, you know what? Let's just do it this guy here. Right, we'll we'll keep him here. The graphic does. Let's do here. Okay. So here is the C40. It's pretty straightforward. Poco C40 present right there. Uh, there is some information in here. This one is a four gigabyte, 120, uh, sorry, four gigabyte, 64 gig of internal storage. There is a three gigabytes uh, with 64 as well, but we support micro SD and two SIM cards. So let's go ahead and open it up and bam. And of course, in my own fashion, I do apologize, but this obviously is a sticker that I removed and I put it back on. Uh, short way of explaining it, though. Let's go ahead and do this. Hopefully, I can get it to play right. Uh, come on. Here we are. So the display that we get here is a 6.71-inch display. It's a dot-drop display, essentially a teardrop display. Gorilla Glass uh, coverage, 6,000 milliampere with an 18-watt charger that's included in the box. The primary camera sensors on the back are a 13-megapixel sensor that gives us the ability of recording at 1080p 30 frames per second. And of course, a high-performance octa-core processor. And it's a, it seems like it's an interesting uh, approach here. It's not a MediaTek processor, and it's not a Qualcomm processor. So I'm not sure the name of the company, but here is the Poco C40. Uh, as I told you guys, we have a quad, well, it looks like a quad camera setup in the back, but in reality is uh, basically a dual tone LED, well, a single tone LED flash, and basically two cameras that we have the ability of using. Now, one thing you may notice that's a little bit hard to tell is that that is a fingerprint sensor. We have a fingerprint sensor that's on the back. This is bringing back a whole bunch of LG vibes for me uh, on the phone. It's pretty decent. It's not the fastest fingerprint sensor on the market, but it does work. So let's go ahead and put that in there. Uh, touch response is actually pretty decent. 60 frames per second locked. There is no high refresh rate. And it is running Android 11, not Android 12, with um, basically, uh, if I'm not mistaken, hold on, let's bring that down. We'll go to settings. And we'll give it a second. We'll go about phone. So it is MIUI 13 uh, based on Android 12. I'm sorry, Android 11. It is running the 64 gig RAM and four gigabytes of ROM. Um, and it is running the May 1st security patch update with, again, um, this is Android 11. So hopefully we'll see an Android 12. I'm not sure. Again, keep in mind, this is a around the $150 type of experience. Google feed on the left, as we typically know. On the right, basically more apps. And of course, we have the ability of swirling up, up and down. And then, of course, swiping between notification. Oops, I just did this. Okay. Uh, the brightness level, let's bring that down a little bit. And then, of course, let's switch over to the notification. 
Uh, touch configuration is pretty good. 6,000 milliampere battery. Let's put the phone down. We have a SIM removal tool. But one thing that was also surprising is there was no case. Typically, we get cases with most Poco phones. And this one does not include it. Uh, so we do need to pick up a case if you want to pick one up for yourself. And last but not least, we have the charger. This is the 18-watt charger. It's a USB-A charger. And this seems like it's more of a European-style plug. So again, this is a global edition version. But this is not a UK plug, so just for reference. And of course, USB-A to USB-C. Now, we don't see any uh, headphone adapter or a headphone jack adapter in here. So I'm going to put this one back. Let's put the cable back or the paper back and close the box. It's because we actually have a headphone jack. It has a built-in headphone jack in here. Um, on the right side, let's go and turn on the display. On the right side, we have a power button, a volume rocker. On the bottom, we have a bottom firing speaker, no stereo speakers, USB-C, and of course, one of the microphones for the, for the uh, camera. And last but not least, or actually this one's for calls probably as well. Uh, we have the dual SIM tray here. So let's go to that. It's a dual SIM tray plus SD card up to one terabyte. Uh, and of course, on the front facing camera, it's a five megapixel camera, the earpieces at the top. And of course, we have that fingerprint sensor. The fingerprint sensor, unfortunately, is not very well. Like, I mean, if you feel for it, you can definitely get it. But what I would probably say is typically we have a little bit more of a race situation, uh, more configuration options. Let's go let it focus. And you definitely have the ability of seeing it. So if I know where it is, I can put my finger on it and it unlocks it. Uh, no gestures on there, but it looks and it works really nice. So very good. Uh, one thing I will say, let me show you guys real quick. So we have a couple of shortcuts here. We can swipe up. And of course, unlock it and get us in there. I did take a couple of pictures, not a lot, but uh, overall, actually pretty decent in good lighting, should be pretty good. It's a 13 megapixel camera, not going to impress a lot of people, but I don't think this is what the phone is intended for. This is, uh, let's go ahead and switch back. This guy's actually intended really for media consumption and, uh, you know, maybe general gaming. I wouldn't even say heavy gaming. Uh, I did not get a chance to test it out with games, or at least I didn't get a chance to install any games. In the announcement video that Poco put out, they showed it, showcased somebody playing some games. So I will, I'll definitely be able to check it out. Um, and for or in regards to the benchmarks, I'll say this. You have to understand this is a $150 phone. So when we look at that, we also need to expect where the benchmarks need to uh, land. And this is what we get on this device. Let's hide my face. It's 168 on the single score and 906 on the, on the multi-score. So... I feel like the performance is even lower than the 4 Series or the 400 Series and what we get with Qualcomm, but it's very capable in the sense of what you're getting there. I think this is a great media consumption. Like if you want to watch movies for, for hours and almost days, um, it's rated to go up to 20 hours of watching content. That's 20 hours of screen on time on a phone. So I feel like this is literally the test that I want to do. I loaded up Netflix. I already have Netflix in there. And what I want to do is I want to be able to basically, let's say, run through a couple of seasons, maybe first or second season of Stranger Things, right? It would be a great opportunity to test it out, run it, let it play. And if I can get close to around 20 hours of screen on time, I'm going to be epically enjoying this. Because, again, that's the purpose of this. It's a, it's a phone that we can get for that gives us a large display. This is a large 6.7 inch, 6.71 inch display. You're not looking at it for outdoor performance. You're not looking at it for anything else, but you're looking at it to get good audio with a headphone jack. There's no stereo speakers other than if you do the headphone jack. Um, and of course, you're also able to get a beautiful 1080p display. So it does play 1080p very well. It, in YouTube, it was funky. On one of my videos, I, I tried to play a 4K version. It didn't limit me to the 1080p and it started to kind of stutter. But at 1080p, I think everything should be running pretty smoothly for you. And again, you can record 1080p 30 on the front and on the back. So I don't know if you guys have any any ideas or any opinions on it yet. Uh, have you heard about the C40? I, I heard about it very recently. 
Um, so I, apparently I was answering questions without even seeing them. So uh, Finn was saying, does it have a headphone jack? Yes, absolutely. Um, headphone jack right there on the top left. Uh, and But no IR blaster. I don't know why I'm doing it from that side. Let's see here. Can I get it? Da, 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 and right there. So headphone jack present for sure. Um, uh, yeah, that's the plug here in Europe. Yeah, I remember. So I remember that whenever I've been to Zurich and whenever I've been to Germany, uh, those are the plugs. And then coincidentally, for general knowledge, because I don't know if anybody wants to know, it's also the same plug we had uh, we have in Lebanon. The two-prong connector, that's typical also for a good part of at least the Middle East where Lebanon is, where resides. I can't speak for many other countries, but I, I want to say in Egypt and in Lebanon, they use the same plug. Um, so for sure. And um, I think this is it's really nice to see options, right? Poco is known for budget friendly. I mean, we just we literally not that long ago started took a look at the F4 GT. It's a great great gaming, it's the great gaming phone um, focus with trigger buttons, a whole bunch of different things. Literally H N one. I mean, they're pushing the boundaries with what the F4 does. Sorry, the F4 GT. The C40 is my opinion. My first actually introduction to the C series from Poco. I've seen the X series, I've seen the M series, and I've also seen the F series, and then now obviously the C series. So the uh, the M40 and the C uh, sorry the M and the X40. I think we we looked at those right before MWC, not that long ago, about a couple of months or so ago. Uh, we just looked at the F4 GT gaming phone. There's some rumors talking about the F4 coming up very soon. I saw somewhere on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. So the reality is, you know, Poco's keeping busy. And this is a little bit of a kind of like, hey, want to check it out? See, kind of like a little bit of a surprise kind of showing up. And I was very surprised. It was a nice surprise because, um, well, the one thing I would say is I wish it would, would have been delivered the day earlier because then I would have taken it with me to the museum. Um, but unfortunately, I got it after. But again, we have the weekend. It should be pretty good. Um, for us in the U.S., we do have a holiday on Monday, so it's a nice little long weekend. Maybe we'll try to get a chance to do something. And for everybody that is in the U.S. or even that celebrates Father's Day, I do want to wish you guys a happy Father's Day, an early happy Father's Day. Um, it's in the U.S. for us tomorrow uh, on Sunday is going to be Father's Day for all the parents, all the parents, all the dads, all all the, the the guys and everybody that's been doing it. And of course, all the moms, of course, not that long ago, we had Mother's Day. You can't forget the moms. Uh, but of course, you know, the, tomorrow is for the dads, for the dudes, for the people that are playing the dad role in our life. I mean, and I really feel like, you know, the dad is a person that really represents that part of your life that you want, you want to be able to, you know, live with and, and enjoy and, and be part of their life. And hopefully, you know, have them be proud of you when you get older and so on. So for me, I will say to all of the dads, happy Father's Day in advance. And I hope you guys had a, have a great weekend and that the kids, you know, help you feel special, you know, with all the socks and the ties and the pajamas that you're going to be enjoying there, because that's typically what dad gets, right? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just something. It's something that, yeah, uh, me trying to crack jokes on on the day before Father's Day for sure. Um, oh, okay, Dominic. Hey, good to know. Well, then to everybody in the chat, everybody in the UK, and that celebrates. Please, I hope you guys have a great day. I know, uh, you know, some of you guys have some kids, and of course, you know, it'll take you guys out or maybe you know make you feel a little bit special, and you know, you make you guys feel even more proud uh, of of who and what they are than you already are. I know as a parent. Um, you know, with everything that goes on with all the challenges and all the uh, the things that we have to deal with on a daily basis, um, our kids are the jewels of our eyes. You know, the, real, the reality is, you know, they can do no harm, but they could try. They always try to be better and they always you do more and do better and they get older and, you know, have their own lives and so on. So I hope you have an opportunity to enjoy that and have a good time with the family tomorrow. So happy Father's Day to everybody that celebrates it tomorrow. So it's really nice, uh, <laughs> really, really nice to see that the UK celebrates it as well. I always forget, but I want to say the, um, 
the uh, the Mother's Day celebration, because I know in Lebanon it's different. I know Mother's Day in Lebanon is closer to the beginning of spring than it is in the U.S. So I always wonder the U.S., um, you know, U.S., uh, U.K., uh, European holidays if they sync up. Um, TK, I'm not surprised, to be honest, because Lebanon used to be a French colony. Absolument, absolument, toujours. Uh, and the Gulf <laughs> tends to use the UK flag. Um, I went to Dubai and uh, and they uh, they used the same plug. Oh, okay, good to know. I've never been to Dubai, and I've it's it's a it's a wish for my on my end, but uh, good to know about the the UK plug. So I mean, I'm familiar most of the time when I get phones. Honestly, whenever they, whenever most companies send me phones and they are like international or global edition, I typically get the UK guys, right? I get the UK phones. Like all my Pocos are all UK devices. Um, so I'm used to seeing them. And so when I see like, um, you know, the UK, the regular uh, prong or like the European and Middle East one, uh, it's surprising, but it's also nice. Um, uh, the other thing that one thing maybe you guys should also be aware of, the US plug and the Chinese plug are the same. Um, and what I mean the same is that they work, you know, in, in a, you, know you can mix the match between the two. Uh, the prongs are the, similar. They're just different shapes and they fit in the receptacle. So if I get a charger that's based for the Chinese market, that typically will work for me as well. So this is something, uh, you know, the international plug market is uh, definitely a booming experience there. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, Omar is is seriously like, I mean, the amount of things, and, and Juan and I got a chance to talk a little bit about it as well. And we were like reminiscing about parenthoods and stuff like that. So always really nice. Um, Earl Owens, hey man, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining us on the chat. Uh, Finn, um, you're teasing us. I want to know the entire stream. I want to do the entire stream in French. You know, I've, I've been contemplating it over time. Um, I, I'll be very honest. My French is... And my son has a friend over, so they're they're going to be making a lot of noise. But um, my French is really good um, in right now in comprehension. I need to practice it to get to bring it back into conversational, like reasonable conversational. Uh, but it's not a surprise. I mean, as you know, um, I was raised in Lebanon until I was seventeen. So I my first language was Arabic. Second language that was is Arabic, uh, and second language was actually French. So I learned French before I learned English, even in the in the chance that I, when I learned it. And at the time that I learned English, I learned British English. I didn't learn American English because in Lebanon, as you mentioned before, uh, Lebanon was actually under um, French control and British control over multiple times. So we have the British system and the English and the French system. But um, as a country, Lebanon is considered to be a as a pays francophone. Means it was under the French influence and it has a lot of ties to France. And we still have a lot of ties to France in Lebanon. So. Um, I would love to be able to do it. I'm actually tempted to say that I would love to jump in on another French stream just so that I can kind of get my French practiced because I don't have a lot of people. Um, my brother and I do speak French, but we rarely ever use the, the conversational there. So it kind of fell behind the, you know, fell a little bit uh, uh, on the practice there. But I would love to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I was in Paris a few years ago before the whole pandemic, I loved it that by, because by the end of the third day, I was back. I was like literally 100%, everybody talking back and forth, all of that good stuff running. Uh, my comprehensions is still 100%. I can understand everything being told to me. And that's really nice. Uh, it translates well also to French Canadian, a little bit different, but very similar. Uh, and I know I'm like trading into like historical things. But yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, man, let me double check here real quick. Jimmy, uh, that's on the 27th of March. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. It, the, the, the timing of the Mother's Day changes across the world, but I think Father's Day at least translates very well. Uh, with the space, uh, quite a bad, uh, oh man. 
I hope you're doing better, Jimmy. I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, I wasn't aware you were having problems. Uh, Jimmy was having some, some health issues. It seems like a couple a second time, um, and some headaches and uh, hopefully much better now. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, Finn, tu parles le français? Ok, hold on a second. Finn parle, uh, speaks French. Je parle aussi uh, <laughs> un petit peu de français uh, si tu parles pas vite. So if you speak slower, you'll be able to understand it faster is what he's saying. So we, uh, I did not know. So I know we typically have uh, our buddy Steve DeRoche from Canada that always jumps in every once in a while. So I always love uh, hanging out and <laughs> chit-chatting there. But we should be able to put a, a nice little... Uh, eh. Uh, no, I, I understand. J'ai compris. J'ai compris. Uh, <laughs> I understood what you meant. Um, hey, Golan. Golan Lavi. Good morning. Shalom. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're you're staying um, hydrated and cool. I'm not sure how the weather is uh, where where you are. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Better late than never. Jimmy, hope you're doing, man. Come start canal. Hope you're doing well. Um, Man, uh, Jimmy, so there's been conversations with some people talking about Berlin. And every time I think of Berlin, I always think of hanging out with you. Um, Jimmy and I had an opportunity a few years back. And this is a, will be a few years back. Uh, we had the opportunity to go to Berlin for an honor event. It was for one of their play phones, um, the play series. It was a short uh, gaming um, gaming centric or probably say a gaming themed phone from honor uh that was released at the time in berlin it was right around ifa and i got a chance to stay a little bit longer and i came back uh after spending time some time with jaime uh jaime rivera from pocket now on ifa uh, covering ifa uh yes so the the french accent for us because we're so because it's uh it's a french colonized country with a french school system um it, it actually which is surprising is it is the primary uh school system like the the most not the primary uh the most popular school system in lebanon arabic is still a primary but it, you know french is very much a, a focus and then because english is the business language of the world in lebanon at the time or at least tries to be more of a business centric uh type of a country so english has always been taught to us we see english we watch english we don't get a lot of dubbed experiences and what I mean by this, um, so this is a big thing that you'll notice if you go to Europe or you go to other countries. Like in the U.S., we watch content in English all the time. You go to Canada, more than likely it's playing in English natively unless you're in the French quarters or French part of Canada. But in France or in Germany, uh, for example, you land there and there's really not much of an English language going around. Everything gets dubbed. Everything gets translated or dubbed directly into the local language. In Germany, the exact same situation. In some parts of the Middle East, they just leave them in English and they put subtitles. But what I'm trying to say is uh, the language itself helps us understand and appreciate other cultures. I never got a chance to fully understand or learn the German language. I do understand a good part of it. Spanish, I'm much more understanding and, and I comprehend a lot more Spanish and, and converse in Spanish more because I live in Southern California. But I loved it when I went to Barcelona and I was able to literally I was I was hanging in there. This was my second Barcelona trip for MWC. And it was so much more. Uh, enjoyable when I'm able to converse and know where to go. And I realize Catalan is different than, uh, than Spanish that we get in here, but they're similar enough that you're able to figure out where things are and how to converse with them. And they're nice enough to allow me to, to converse with them in that language. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. So Belgium has three official languages, Dutch, French, and German. Uh, absolutely. Switzerland is absolutely in the same boat as well. You have the French as well as the Swiss uh, and the German in there, depending on the part of the country that you're uh, you're getting in there. It, it, uh, languages in Europe are very beautiful. And that's the big part about it. In the U.S., we have many states. They all speak English, different dialects. But in Europe, you have many countries that speak different languages, but still have or find a way to communicate and they work together. So for sure. Uh 
Oh, yeah, Germany is absolutely great. And there are different parts as well. Uh, Berlin for me is definitely one of the nicer ones. I love little, uh, so if I have to kind of say, I love Munich, Munich, uh, Munich. Sorry, I'm not saying it even in the right accent, but um, Munich for me is very, very nice. I love that it. it was definitely more scenic for me. Berlin, um, a, a more of a city, kind of like an industrial feel to it, because that's obviously the capital. Um, and of course, I've also been to parts of the country that's a little bit less traveled by most visitors. So I visited Switzerland a couple of times and then through some travels through there, I've gone to the south of Germany called a small town called Friedrichshafen. And um, basically it's in the, it's in the mountains. It's cold. It's nice, uh, but it's great for the sense of just discovering smaller parts, more rural parts of Germany that are also super, super nice and still be able to experience, of course, Switzerland and Zurich and enjoy just being there and having fun there. Um, Hold on. Uh, there's a show on. Sorry. Okay. Uh, there's a show uh, that I watch on Netflix. That's. Um, it, there's a German show that I watched the whole thing, and the default language was set to German, and I was qu it was quite enjoyable. Um, for us in the U.S., we uh, most of us would be probably surprised a little bit to try to, to figure out that there's a lot of German words that we have in our language, like we don't know. For me, I was surprised when I was a kid uh, because in Lebanon, when I grew up, there used to be this candy called Kinder, uh, Kinder chocolates. And then I came to the U.S. and of course, there's kindergartens and then there's grandfather, grandmother. So there's a lot of language language translations. And the U.S. has a lot of nice things combined. Uh, but TK, since when did you start speaking English? I would never have guessed that it wasn't your first language. Um, I want to say like around 14, maybe 13, 14 years old. Um, and I came here and it took me about a couple of years when I was 17 or so to get used to the American accent, like, you know, to lose trousers, torch and different words that are typically known for the British side of uh, the language. Uh, but I came in young enough that I was able to pick up the, uh, the, the U.S. accent easily uh, and just basically, you know, living here. So I've been here for quite some time. Uh, and I'll be, the reality is actually very few people that have told me this, that they can pick an app, they can pick up an accent on me uh, that when I'm speaking and they can hear an Arabic accent in there. Um, Lebanese people in general, for some reason, we have a really good way uh, or really good in, um, inclination to pick up accents uh, quickly. So we, tr we adapt uh, to other languages when we learn them. Uh, the younger generation can. And I'll say this because obviously my mom and my older generation family does not. They speak English with a very Arabic accent. Um, and uh, like, uh, I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I don't want to sound ethnic, but uh, like if I want to channel my mom's conversation, it's like, uh, today we're going to go out, we're going to go pick up uh, uh, the salmon and we're going to get the, uh, the cucumber or the Pers Persian cucumber. Things like that, different words. I don't usually use them, but you know, for me, it would be like just picking up the Persian cucumbers and stuff like that. I know my mom's gonna kill me, mom. If you're watching, I love you. Uh, <laughs> I was like just jumping in there. Uh, Golan jumping in. Um, um, I was up there. That, uh, the honor. Oh, Magic Four uh, will arrive uh, to uh, to my country, and it will be beginning in July. The price of nine hundred dollars, like the uh, OnePlus Ten Pro, which I'm very excited. I'm I'm really excited for you to be able to check them out. So, um, I, 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 it's not going to be a surprise. I had the Magic Four, uh, the Magic Four Pro, with me yesterday, um, and I was basically testing it out as well. Some low light photography, some camera experience, and so on. There's a lot of good experiences there, but. Um, hopefully, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's pretty good. I did notice, um, if I'm not mistaken, Magic or Honor uh, had an event in the Middle East for the Magic um, uh, the Magic 4 Pro. So I'm assuming that's probably part of the same rollout, you know, rolling it out to, uh, the, to the Middle East areas and hopefully more countries, of course. Uh, let me see here, Dominic. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> Mainly the letter R, it's pronounced different in English and in Dutch and in French. Uh, yes, R, R, uh, and I don't actually, Guten Nacht, Guten Heibe. Actually, I'm trying to remember what word in Arabic, like a grandfather. Yeah, grandfather. Yeah, it changes the R. You're right. The R does have a different uh, pronunciation. Like you, you land on the R a little bit different, like rabbit or rabbit. Uh, the French have like that French accent, you know, um, like rare, uh, you know, rier. <laughs> it's like, on veut rier toujours. Oh my God, Barry Johnson, thanks. And uh, you're, <laughs> I, I don't know if she hears it and she's like, I don't sound like that. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm sure she'll be fine though. Have you ever tried the Honor Magic 4 Pro on, uh, or any or any very fast charging phone uh, with a 45 watt or 60 watt charger. Oh, okay. Um, I'm thinking that the question is for me. The question, uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon jumping in with, um, have you ever tried the Honor Magic 4 Pro? So, so the answer on that one is yes. And did I drop something on the floor? Actually, yes. Uh, but yes, so I've tried the Honor Magic 4 Pro. I tested it out with both the wired and the wireless 100 watt charging technology that they have. And they both are actually very, very fast. Uh, but the question is, um, uh, any any fast charging phones with 45 watts or 65 watt charger. So for the most part, I think with the exception of, uh, I, I want to say exception, but the reality is, so the S22 Ultra is supposed to be a 45 watt. Um, the OnePlus 10 Pro is supposed to be 80 watt, but it's 65 watt in the US. I'm not sure. It's something to do with the power requirement. Although I've seen other devices or other chargers from like Xiaomi and Realme where I'm able to get 120, so kind of weird. Um, but I've also done the Magic 4 Pro. It does 100 watt wired and 100 watts wireless with a special uh, first party wireless solution. So Honor does sell that, and I've had that, and it's actually pretty comfortable. The one thing I would probably say is I typically don't rely heavily on fast charging. I, I'm more comfortable allowing it to do trickle charging. But if I do need it to do that turbo charging and push it, I do have that option and it does a very well job. So I think that like for an example would be my Find X5 Pro. Uh, sometimes I wake up in the morning and it's like 15% and I plug it in 20 minutes later, bam, I'm almost at 100 and I can go. I don't need to worry about it. And that's comfortable, but I don't leave my phone on the charger. So really nice. Um, da -da -da. Are there any, okay, so here, are there any, uh, any other Chinese phones with slow chargers? I want to say, most of the like the the low budget end series like the a series on oppo um i would say the c obviously now the the xiaomi uh, is in there um i want to say xiaomi not xiaomi poco I, I meant to say poco xiaomi actually has been doing really well about actually updating a lot of their low end even the entry level xiaomi devices get it um i want to say redmi probably has a one or two that also give you the ability of getting the like the redmi 11 series the 11 probably light has a 30 watt charger uh so it's something around 45 or lower than that although Keep in mind, I mean, 18 watt charging here. This is about the kicker, the kicking here. Uh, well, not the kicking, but the the one thing that I would probably say is it's a large battery. 18 watts to charge a 6,000 milliampere battery, it's going to take you some time. So just keep that give keep that in in mind. But you also want to understand you're paying about 150, maybe 170 dollars. That's a, I mean, that's very little, and it's giving you so much more. So as long as we set the expectations correctly, I feel like that's the right experience and the right way to approach something like that. Um, with um, 
making sure that it works. You know what I mean? Like, does it actually do the things that it's promising us at that price point? Um, are the cameras great? Probably not. They're not really focusing on this. I feel like this device is really focusing more on content consumption and giving you a lot of that, like a lot of time on this. Uh, it'll make calls, it'll send and receive calls. Obviously, that's going to work. There's no 5G. They're not trying to boost it there. Um, storage is low, but you get the ability of expanding it with an SD card. The audio is not stereo on the speakers, but you get obviously a headphone jack that will give you stereo speakers. Uh, the speaker, though, on the one side, I will say is definitely very loud for a single firing speaker. It's definitely very, it compensates for what you typically would expect to get from there. Um, the, 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 ja, uh, <laughs> ja, ich uh, uh, trinke gein, uh, gern in Bere, Dieter. Well, wait, I think Aditya speaks German, right? Aditya, do you speak some German, right? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? I think so, if I'm not mistaken. Or at least, um, I don't know. Vin Jacob, uh, <laughs> yeah, look at that. Finn uh, and Aditya switching it off to the German flog. Uh, so, your native, so your native language is Flemish. Flemish? <laughs> uh, Flemish? Yes, uh, French, English, and Arabic. So I, those are the three languages I speak very fluently. Um, Spanish is pretty good. Uh, German is understandable. Um, I get, I've been to Germany enough times that I get, I'm better at it, understanding it. Uh, but I do need to still use a translator if I need to speak to converse to somebody that's more than just asking for general things and, you know, directions uh, in more detail, not necessarily just where to go. Uh, but yeah, typically uh, it's it's beautiful to be able to converse in your native in in a country's native tongue when you visit it, um, and because it changes, believe it or not, it changes your entire perception of the trip. If you're speaking to somebody in French in France, then it is when you go there with an American, uh, not an accent, but like you're going in there with an English uh, speaking person trying to figure out where to go and what to do and not understand also some of the the cultural things that come along by you know when you learn the language you are immersed in it it's not just learning how to say the words it's also understanding where things are said the proper things and understanding um, some of the customs of the country that you're going to and i think it changes that experience entirely you feel a little bit more um, closer to home than it is uh, visiting a place so i feel like it changes that experience for me, Germany, I've been there quite a few times that I enjoy being there. It's always a pleasure to try to go back there whenever I'm able to. Um, the UK, obviously, always love going to the UK. Great place. Love going there. Not just because of the language, but just culturally, it's a diverse e ecosystem that gives me so much. Uh, there's a little bit of Arabic, a little bit of Turkish, a little bit of German, a little bit of uh, you know Indian in there, heavy. Um, really, really nice. So I love, I love traveling as much as I can, and I'm hoping that things start picking up very soon. Uh, Tony Wong, Happy Father's Day! Thank you. Hope you're having uh, fun. I hope if you're if you're celebrating it, Happy Father's Day to you as well. Ich ich versus versus I can't even wenig Deutschen TK. I'm assuming it, it sounds like you're asking me is like where do you know how do you know German from? Um, and if I'm not mistaken, that one is uh, mostly because of my trips, but I also did take German one uh, in, uh, in in college. Uh, and my primary interest in just basically uh, German when I was growing up as a kid, um, a little bit more background there. So as I was growing up, there used to be a TV station, and I don't even know if it's still there. It's called Viva. It's a, a kind of like the German MTV of um, German music. I grew up listening to trans, techno, and German dance music. So for me, most of my musical inspirations for even to this day has been through uh, Deutschland or basically German music. And Viva used to be a very hard channel to get. I used to watch it on the internet here when I first came. And whenever I used to visit Europe, I always made sure to find Viva on TV because they it broadcasts across Europe, especially in France. Um, so 
my my interest has always been there. I always enjoy it. Um, some of the main channels I listen to right now, like for uh, music in the morning when I wake up, are German DJs, like German stations on Twitch that I listen to. And I tweeted one of them out a couple of days ago, um, like heart style or trance or vocal trance or stuff like that. So I'm still very much in that essence. So a big part of me always gravitates towards Europe. Uh, Germany and, and Deutschland, of course, is a big part of that. Uh, like Armin Vermeulen, uh, and then, of course, uh, some of the other DJs that you get in there. Uh, are very, very big. Uh, no, I've never been. So the UK has been the most uh, I've been there. I have a friend, Adam uh, Conway from XDA uh, that, you know, he's from Northern Ireland there. So I haven't had a chance to go uh, anywhere northern uh, of of the uh, of the UK Isles uh, or basically Ireland in general. So I've never been and I would but I've always loved to check it out and see some of the uh, other parts uh, of Europe as well. But I'm hopefully we'll, we'll find it's just there's not a lot of tech going on in there so typically we get to you know like the invites typically will go main cities like obviously barcelona berlin um you get uh paris sometimes there'll be some events while we used to have some there as well but the uk honor loved the uk and i've gone to the, to the uk so many times with honor it's been crazy so i love i love the uk and but hopefully we'll be able to set some time to go up there uh might be the more literal translate uh okay <laughs> How do you know German? Uh, I too just did <laughs> Germany three years ago. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. If if you have the opportunity and you are looking for electives at college or university, I definitely recommend you doing a language that you are not familiar with, and just to try to understand it because there's that whole, like I said, it, uh, immersive experience that comes with it. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, okay, so with that being said, I do want to cover a little bit more too as well. Um, now I did shoot, where is it? Okay. So I, there, we're going to do this in a second. I do want to show you guys how I create my reels and the simplicity and how it is and how much it's going to basically, you're, you're going to see how simple it is. And you'll be like, I can do this too. And I really want to start encouraging you guys doing that as well for yourself. But I do want to talk a little bit about this Gravitas. Um, this is the, uh, let's go ahead and power it on. So oh, hold on, let me, let's just, let's go, I want to turn it up one more time. Okay. It has some really cool sound effects. So hold it. Let me know if you guys can hear it. Ready to pair. Bluetooth connected. Always. Um, and so it, it has some nice options here. So let's go and bring it up here. I'll focus it. So the arm expand, extends. You can actually configure it. Uh, the, this piece is actually screwed in. If you guys got a chance to see the reel I posted, posted yesterday, I showed how I, how I assembled it. It's really nice. The legs are very, very sturdy. It's very good, very strong. Three, three prong and they don't move. I think the bigger models that they sell, they do sell bigger ones than this, um, have moving legs. Uh, you have the the sub kind of in the back that just basically pulsates with the music that you're listening to. It uh, looks like it has two little uh, jet engines in the back for flight. And of course, at the top, we have uh, the power button that's present. I think this one is the power button. And this one is the Bluetooth pairing. And the ears at the top of the ears. Uh, oops, let's do it one more time. This is the volume up, volume down. And then, of course, we have a nice little hook if you'd like to be able to put it down. Um, it is actually very, very nice from, from what you can do with it. There's going to be a full video on this, obviously, on the channel. I, I'm not, this is not the review, uh, but I wanted to share it with you because I, I like really, uh, hold on. So here, I want to play my, my song that I'm also able to play that does not, <laughs> that does not causes us to, to go into uh, here. Um, okay. So what we're going to do here, just so you guys hear it well, I'm going to put it behind. I'm going to let it project. So this is the song that I typically listen to. Uh, the volume control on it controls the phone. So let's go and play that out. Oh. 
And the eye that uh, turns it on obviously also plays pause and play. And it's just fun. I love it. I love the design. It's a unique experience for anybody that wants to get a nice little art piece that happens to be a Bluetooth speaker at the same time. And uh, Gravitas does a, a very decent job. A very, very nice. Uh, and it looks great. Sounds good. Um, I'm, hope I'm hoping they're going to send me the big one as well. They, they mentioned that they were going to hopefully hook me up with a slightly bigger one, which is uh, not that much bigger, but it is actually a uh, more substantial sound. Obviously, it's more intended to be able to fill up a room uh, where this guy's more considered to be like a portable one. But for me, it fits perfectly with the whole, uh, you know, the mech kind of experience there and then putting them maybe against a Goku or something. So we'll, we'll think about that when we when it comes down to the. Um, uh, it's a little bit as far as, you know, figure out how to do uh, the actual thumbnail for that video. Um, okay. So, um, okay. So Aditya is doing better academically and uh, yeah, Aditya, um, I think there was a comment from, uh, from Jimmy earlier in the chat, um, doing a little bit better as well. Oh, okay. So Finn jumping back with uh, TK. I really want that Tick Watch. Uh, I recent uh, so I recently heard that the mic comparison between the Galaxy Watch and the Tick Watch uh, and the Tick Watch and the Galaxy sounded like uh, a studio mic, um, and is very very impressive. I haven't really relied heavily on that. I, I feel like. Although I do typically look for watches that have built-in microphones and speakers, I typically use the microphone for the Google Assistant more so than calls. It doesn't mean that I haven't picked up calls accidentally, and I say that because. Um, if I can't have my phone on me and I'm going to say I'm doing something and this is literally the only way for me to talk, this works perfectly fine. The problem with it is if there's a lot of ambient noise around you, the speaker that we got on this is not the loudest. And because it's not necessarily the strongest, anything around you will definitely cancel out a lot of that noise. So the microphone may work well. It's just more of you listening what the other person is doing. And typically, if I have my phone around me or if I'm connected to the car, I obviously wouldn't be using that. I like to use the speakerphone on the phone. Uh, the microphones, though, have been uh, actually pretty decent on the TicWatch Pro. Now, this one is the TicWatch 3 Pro Ultra, the last one that they released. And uh, we probably will, uh, at some point or another, get Wear OS 3.0 when, when the gods approve it. And when I mean the gods, I mean Google. Um, hopefully, that will make uh, more sense. But the Galaxy Watch 4 is a very good move for, for Samsung right now, especially working with Google. It brings the ecosystem more closer to a more unified experience. We don't have that whole variance of is it going to be uh, Tizen compatible or is it going to be Android Wear compatible? Developers can now focus on one ecosystem and more applications, better support, more updates, and better troubleshooting will start happening when everybody's on the same boat. And I feel like that's the best solution for us. So yeah, uh, you can't go wrong with either, but I think they're both going to be a good option for you, for sure. Okay, so... Let's do this real quick. I want to share with you guys a quick and easy way on how to create your own reels. Now, it could be reels, could be shorts, could be whatever you want to call uh, do from a content creation type of uh, an experience. But before we do that, I'm going to clear up some space. Okay. And we're going to create a reel together. I'm actually really excited to show you guys exactly how I do my stuff. So we're going to move this away. We're going to switch over to the top-down camera. And if you guys have any questions or specific questions on how things are going, just let me know. So this is the Magic 4 Pro. Obviously, nothing, no, 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 no surprise. And I didn't forget to put anything away. 
So we're going to start off by doing it real quick here. Let me just unlock, get rid of some notifications. Oh, Rajabat's also live as well. Um, okay, good to know. So here. So this is the S22 Ultra. I shot all the content, all, all the clips in here. They're in my gallery. I'm going to jump into an app called CapCut. So if you're not familiar with it, it's available on the Google Play Store. Simple, easy to use, and easy to set up. Once you set it up, it runs. And, and you can see I've been using it for some time. And this is how long I've been using it on this one. But um, when I was at CES and I was creating all those videos for uh, for CES, I did all of them using CapCut on the uh, X70 Pro Plus. So hopefully when, when Juan is able to uh, get that back to me or get, that, get me access to that, will be fun. Um, the main thing that I would say is you just jump into the new, you set it up and it works on standard and uh, so portrait and landscape video. So it works great on both experiences and it's going to do really good for you guys. Um, let me see real quick. Let me make sure there's no, no surprises you guys are not supposed to see. Okay. So the way, the way it'll start, you'll notice here, these are the clips I was using yesterday. Uh, let's get it, bring it back into focus. So these are the clips I, I used to create the other reel that I did yesterday. So for today, what we're going to do is, um, there's a little bit of background. The main thing I would probably say is select the pictures or the videos that you're using in the order that you shot them, meaning, or the order you want them to be added to the timeline. So think of it that way. There's photos and then there's videos. Uh, and that I just, um, hopefully I didn't share anything private. No, I didn't. Everything else is good. So here. Uh, so first one I'll go is I usually go with the box itself. So I'll select it. I'll select the uh, second clips. And these are in the order that I wanted them to be. And I'm going to select, select, select. And you notice it's a little bit slower. And that's because it's actually going to be compressing and changing the format of this. I shoot them in 4K30 or sorry, 4K60. And I import them and produce them in 1080p60. And then, of course, we're going to go here. Uh, this was the Geekbench score. And then we can jump in into a little bit of video. And then last but not least is the UI element. And then typically what I do is that last piece where I go outside and I kind of do like a pan shot holding the phone. So those are all my clips. I'm going to go ahead and hit add. I'll give it a second. So you notice by default, and this is going to keep falling there, it's troubleshooting, or at least it's going to the format of this, uh, the, the standard format. So your first clip determines the format of the video. If you wanted to switch it around, you select the clip and you can just do things you can do to it in reverse. There is an undo button that does that pretty simply and gets you back into the normal life. So let's go ahead and do that here. We're going to go undo, takes us back. Everything gets put down on a timeline and it's basically scrolled down. There's a little bit at the end here that says edited by CapCut. I remove that. Um, in general, reels right now on Instagram are up to a minute and 30 seconds. Um, TikTok allows you to go even longer. YouTube still requires it to be 60 seconds or less. So keep that in mind. And that's what you see here on the left. The play button just plays the timeline that you're in. So if I hit play here, it's just going to go forward. I am going to hit the mute button here to mute all of my audio clips. So there is no audio now being played on any of my clips. But I can go ahead and hit play. And you can see this is the view that I'm working on right there. These little transition points, let's bring this up real quick. Let me show you guys what I'm talking about. There's that little kind of like a tick point here. Like when I click that, it brings up the transition phase or what I do here for transitioning. So from a transition standpoint, when I'm doing that, I'm just going to go ahead and say, well, we'll go ahead and say check. There's nothing to add it. We can add a transition point to every single piece wherever we are. You're also able to cut. So if I want to be able to open it up, you have the split button that's present here, the speed for speeding up or slowing down your clip, volume level, adjusting the volume, animation. Essentially, if you want to do fade in, fade out, delete. And of course, you have the ability of doing a removing background. If you have a chroma key, you want to be able to do changing the style. Extracting audio is also functional if you say you want to be able to pick up the audio from a different clip. Of course, uh, then we have, the, of course, the edit, the resizing of it, although it's pretty simply when you select the actual image 
that little blue area here gives you the ability of doing that. So it's not it's not a hard thing to do. And then of course we have overlays, effects, and of course filters. Uh, we have format and of course canvas if you want to do, and of course adjusting the clip itself. For the most part, I I focus on heavily doing ninety percent of my quality and images the same way we do it. So we're going to start off with the box. I show it. I show the Poco F4. I show it on the other side, and then boom, we're going to switch over. So that transition there obviously needs a little bit of a change. We're going to throw that away. I'm going to do the then and now. This is typically the one I use the most. It does a transition fade cut. So I'll go ahead and put that in there, and we're going to see how that looks like here. So we're going to do bam, and it transitioned over, put the box, and then the phone comes out. Now, for this one, I typically like to go to the camera, and I'm going to do pull in. So it's going to do, and it's kind of pushes into the camera, pushes into the box, giving us that experience. So we'll do that here. This is what it looks like from there. Bam, bam, bam. And of course, from there, we kind of get onto the phone. So I'm showing you guys here the phone. We get into the experience and we're going to look at over the label. Now, you notice this one's a little bit longer, but essentially what you're getting here is the ability of focusing on the, uh, the features of the phone. So let's go ahead and let it focus again. So let's go ahead and click the back and we'll let that in. And OK, so let's oop, here we'll play. You notice right there, we can see that it's 6.73, the display, the size of the battery, the cameras, the high performance processor. And of course, we jump over to the fingerprint center on the back. So for that one, I'm going to jump back here. We're going to select the then and now option. We'll do that again. And that's how it transitions. So we'll go ahead and put it in from there. Jumps back. You get to see the back of the camera. I hit the fingerprint sensor and I unlock the display. And of course, we're looking at it from there. And then we're doing a little bit of a, a tour or product tour. So for that one, I'm going to do, uh, we'll go to the camera and we're going to do a pullout. So we'll do pullout on this experience here. So we'll show the camera, show the display, give it a second, and bam. Now we're pulling out into the headphone jack, the, uh, the power and the fingerprint sensor, not fingerprint sensor, but the power and the volume button. And of course, then we turn on the display and of course, unlock it with the fingerprint sensor. Here, because we're switching over to another thing, we're going to go over and we're going to use the option of Dane here, say, to the right. So I'm going to actually have a zoom in there. Well, actually, we'll do left. Left one looks a little bit better. And we'll go ahead and hit the tab, and I'm going to let it go. So now it goes from the phone, and then we're going to switch over to the left. We'll give it a second. And bam, we're switching over to the charger. And this one, we'll do the then and now. as you need. So you can see, you kind of get used to it after some time. And then you can jump over, hit that. And then, of course, the SIM removal tool. Now this one, we're going to change it back, but we're zooming down to the ground. So we're going to go in. We're going to do pull in. We're going to do that. And again, this gets faster and faster as time goes on. Bam, we jump in. We're looking at it. We're looking at the actual configuration that we got there. And here we're going to switch over to the display. So I'm going to switch over to uh, effects. And uh, actually, you know what? We're going to keep on on camera. I'm going to camera, but we're going to do pull out. And... You know, actually, no, that one probably works better as a pull in as opposed to a pull out. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it. This is not too weird. That's rough. Um, hopefully it's doing good. Let me see here. And bam, we're jumping in. Now we're showing the video. This is uh, Demon Slayer. I'm just showing how good of a device and the display looks like. Uh, now this one looks like I, okay. So here, now this looks like it's a little bit out of sequence. I jumped in and we showed the, the, the options here after the cable. So this clip probably would have done better if I had moved it a little bit to the left. So I'm going to move it one and two, and I'm going to drop it. So what you saw there is moving clips on the timeline is very simple, select and move. So here, where it goes back from the charger, I'm going to go here and I'm going to let it go back to the fingerprint sensor, unlocking, and then doing the, basically showing you the scrolling effects and how, the, how does the UI elements uh, work here and they work well. And then from there, we're going to do then and now and switch over from there into the, obviously, benchmarks. From the benchmarks, we're going to switch over to the camera. And that'll be a good example. And now, since we're going to go outside, I love to use this one. 
And this is called the laser beam. And it does that nice little effect of just transitioning between the two clips using that. And then from there, we're going to let it go. This is just outside. Again, pan shot works really, really nice. And of course, ends over with that. That is the entire video. And hold on, let me show you guys come back on screen. Um, so the edit editing process was actually very simple. As you saw, a lot of transitions, a timeline, organizing your clips. But a big part of this is obviously recording it in the right order, recording it in the way you think the video is going to look like at the end. So as long as you remember to record in the right format, make sure that you double check your clips every time you record, you're pretty much set with the exception of one thing. Now we need to create that mm -hmm. thumbnail that also comes within the same app. So that's the other thing that you want to you keep in mind. Like, how do I create my thumbnail? So the big thing I would say is you jump over to the little button here that says cover. I'm going to go ahead and say upload because I took a picture of it. So here I took this, the picture of the phone um, and I knew obviously I centered it and I set it up correctly. So here you can definitely see the name. I'm going to add some text. So we're going to go here. We're going to say, oops, that's not what I meant. Oh, boom. So here we're going to go up and then we're going to say unboxing. If I can spell correctly. Yeah, unboxing. And then we're going to go to effect, scroll down. And this is my favorite text, the way I like to say it. And you notice that there's a little bit of a boundary on the side. It tells you exactly where to center it. And we just bring that up to the top. And over time, as you do this more and more often, you get to get, it, get an understanding of the framing of this. So you know that you always set it up correctly. And of course, since this is the Poco C40, I'm going to add the text either way, but I know it's technically in front of us. So here, Poco. And I'm going to space oops, here, I see. And then we're going to say 40 and we're going to do the same thing effects we're going to go down and bring that up and here and it's going to give us that boundary and we're going to bring it in here and bam bam change the resolution to 1080p because i shot it in 4k i'm able to go all the way to 4k 30 frames per second or 4k 60 i'm going to keep it at 1080p but i'm going to bring it up to 60 frames per second and one thing i do need to do here this is a samsung because samsung doesn't give me full power on my phone I do need to turn on uh, you know, processing speed here, or enhanced processing, and we'll give it a second. So this entire thing took us maybe three to five minutes of editing and putting things together. And as you do more and more of them, it becomes easier and easier to create. Um, and this is where the horsepower of a phone kind of becomes more important as to how long does it take you to actually generate or produce this content on the go. So hopefully that makes sense. Oh, man. Okay, give it a second to finish, 69%, 70%. It should be done pretty soon, pretty quickly. Um, and then once you're done with that, hold on. I'll, I'll, uh, sorry, let's bring it back. Sorry, 70, 92, 94, and bam, and it's done. Gives you access to be able to pull things in there. Um, one thing I didn't get a chance to share with you guys, it does have an ability of or connecting to TikTok's library music. So if you're creating content specifically for TikTok, you're able to import the music into it and then not have to link it up later. So you can do your syncing in the, to the audio better in the editor. Uh, there's also the ability of adding overlays. You can add text, you can add animation, fade in, fade out. Um, with the text, so if you're adding text to come in, very similar to the, the way we do it on a PC, but it's it's on a phone, it's mobile, the app is free, and you're able to produce great content from it on the go and not have to stress about having a PC or having a full rig with you. So something like this on, uh, let's say the V60, anything coming in from 2021, 2022, are gonna be able to handle this very, very nicely. And the big difference between earlier generations and now is the speed of processing, but also, when speaking of which, I do need to turn that off because I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that to kill my battery because enhanced processing, uh, unfortunately, does uh, take more battery out of your phone because it, it is essentially running more. Um, but that was it. It's a very simple process. 
And I say simple after practice, obviously you do this first couple of times, it's, it's not going to be as simple, but it is the solution of choice for mobile video editing. And even, I mean, even if you want to render regular, the horizontal style videos, 16 by nine aspect ratio, just make sure you shoot your content in that format and import the first clip in that timeline that way. If your timeline or if your images show up uh, incorrect, it's easy to select. Like I showed you, you can basically pinch and zoom, flip images, do everything you want. You can zoom in. Um, shooting in 4K gives you the ability of zooming in and producing a good 1080p solution, as opposed to where you're shooting in 1080p and then producing in 1080. It, it loses some of the, um, the vibrancy and the detail when you zoom in a little bit. So long story, incredibly short story told incredibly long. Uh, this is my solution for video content creation on the go mobile you know streams like the one that we just created right now as soon as we're done with the live stream i'm going to post it on instagram and this is basically going to be my unboxing of the of the poco c40 as we did it on the live stream in there hopefully this made sense i'm hoping you found this helpful uh i've been wanting to share that part for some time i see germaine's in the chat hope you're doing well i uh, hope everybody else is doing great actually it'd be great if i brought my mouse back where it's supposed to be um and you know everybody hanging out uh very easy entry smartphones have really come a, a very very long way absolutely and, and this is the thing you can do this on any phone it is not dependent on a specific soc the difference is how long do you wait for it and how long does it take to to render some of that most of the time CapCut does compress the images or the videos when you're importing them into the timeline so when you're scrolling you're not really scrolling 4k but you're seeing the quality of what the 4k does um, similarly, actually, desktop editors do something like that called a proxy file. And what it does essentially is it generates a smaller uh, footprint version of the main file that makes the system easily scroll through it. Um, so that's typically what people that have not as uh, powerful systems that typically do to allow them to edit, let's say, 8K or 4K 60 footage. You do that, and then you're able to actually set it up. But if your system can handle it, obviously, you don't need proxies. Um, CapCut is a free a free app available. You can use it on both your PC, uh, sorry, Android or iOS, uh, and it works great on any phone. So if you if you haven't done this before and you've been wanting to do reels or posting content since Instagram seems to be turning into TikTok, this should be a good way for you guys to be able to do a lot of that. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Jermaine. I, I just I haven't had a chance. To, we haven't seen each other. We haven't talked for for some time. Um, and the, and I I know it, like I missed a couple of Rogers uh, stream. I'm missing his stream right now because <laughs> I'm not because uh, we're actually conversing. I noticed today for some reason. Um, uh, I want to say Dan Grounded Tech uh, has his stream going on, and I say uh, I think want to say Roger is also going. So I think they're both still going right now. So once we're done here, if you guys want to check them out, please uh, make sure to hit them up. Uh, gaming different; it's a different environment on Saturday for both of them uh, when it comes down to their streams. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I think we're close enough to the time of that the live stream where we start doing the TK section. If you guys are not familiar with it, um, it's a nice little thing that you probably start seeing. We'll start seeing some uh, hashtags in the chat. Uh, but it kind of gets us together and we created this nice little um, uh, inception style type of a, a visual effect into the stream. Uh, <laughs> I have Dan's stream also open, got the support. Oh, dude, that's usually what I do. Believe it or not, like a lot of times when I have people like co co concurrent streams going on, um, I'll have like multiples, like, you know, Juan Carlos usually runs in the morning. I also have some, uh, some trance sometimes when I play that, but I also have like sometimes uh, Dan and, uh, and, um, and Matt sometimes go on, uh, roughly about the same time, depending on the schedules. So yeah, no, I I'm with you, but that's, that's actually the cool thing about Twitch. You can run multiple streams. That's the good part about it. Uh, but yeah, as, as Greg was also saying, please make sure to smash that like and subscribe. If you are new to the channel, you have your finance for the first time, um, and, and we're going to start seeing some hashtags in there, hashtag TKBay, so on in the chat, you'll see that. And with that being said, 
I think the Poco SC40 is a very and it's so the, the word we're using obviously is in comparison to what's offering and what it's capable of doing. At the sub 100, it's up $200, around the 150 to one, the $200 phone. It's a phone that will last you for almost ever. Uh, they're rating it to up to 20 hours of video content watching. I'm not sure if that's streaming or not, but I will be trying to test how many hours I can get out of this, out of a full charge on the Stranger Things series. I'm going to start with season one, episode one, and then go all the way and see how far we can get before we get down to like about 1% battery. So that's the biggest test I want to run on it. Charging on this obviously is going to take some time, but you have a 6,000 milliampere battery with a 1080p resolution display. Um, don't quote me on the display. I say 1080p because it plays 1080p video. I'm not 100%. But what I will say this, it's a large enough of a display that you can watch and enjoy content for hours. You have a headphone jack, you have expandable storage, you have obviously radio connectivity, it's a smartphone. Um, and it is somewhat of a, a new SOC to the market that Poco is trying to use. I'm not sure if it's an in-house SOC, uh, but the overall experience that we're looking into it here is budget, very much focused on content consumption. You can use it obviously to make phone calls, video calls, and so on. You're not gonna have any problems. The cameras are not gonna be the powerhouses here, but they're again under 200. So definitely a very nice surprise to show up. And of course, the Gravistar Venus speaker is, um, seriously, it's just fun to play with. <laughs> like I, I want to play with it more than I want to listen to it, but it does play really good audio, uh, really good thumping sound in the back. And of course, they do make bigger ones. The Venus are the more portable ones, the pocket, not pocketable, but portable. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to check out the videos during the week, uh, the Leviathan version two that I posted, the video the sound bar behind me, uh, we have the Super Bass M from uh, Zendur. And of course, we also have the Samson mics, both lavalier and the headset microphone that came out yesterday as a video. So that a lot of content got pushed out this week, but it's mostly catch up for me. And I appreciate all the companies being patient with me and uh, hopefully everybody's doing good. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Happy Father's Day if you guys celebrated. Uh, and of course, I uh, hope you guys have a great opportunity to hang out with your family and friends. Uh, I'm going to bring it over here real quick, and we're going to start showcasing some of our, our guys hanging out with us today. Uh, let me do this here real quick. I just realized I have like a thousand tabs in here. Uh, I was doing some research prior to the show starting. Sorry. Right there. Da, da, da. Okay. And of course, Norton decided to tell me something else different going on in here. Um, so with that being said, I want to say here, share screen. And we're going to go goo, boo, boo, boo. And ow, slight delay, but it makes it. Uh, thank you very much, Dominic. Always, always a big supporter. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Happy TK, so TK Bay, TK Exception. Happy Father's Day tomorrow, everybody. TK Super Saiyan, always TK Xiaomi Bay. <laughs> thank you, my friend. Uh, seeing how you said uh, said 20 hours, I assume a show. So um, for uh, it's going to be probably one one season. But if I'm not mistaken, I think season one is only 13. Uh, I want to say seven. No, is it 13 episodes? I want to say it's 13, or 10 to 13. So it could be like a one or two, maybe one and a half seasons going into it. I'm wondering. I'm, I'm hoping they're able to actually stay up to that. Uh, Aditya, our Mr. Cumberbatch of our uh, of our channel, of course, as always, TKception, TKR Bay, TK doing live live edit Bay. You know, spreading the word. Honestly, it is not that hard. It looks daunting, but you do it a couple of times, and it seriously becomes like second nature. It's very much how, how comfortable I am with, uh, let's say, Premiere or DaVinci. It works and it does the job, and it works really nice. Um, Yusuf, hello. What, uh, what can you say about iPhone screens uh, dimming uh, to unstable state? I haven't really heard that much about it, Yusuf, but if you don't mind, maybe pin me over on Twitter at TKDSL8655 and we can have a chat there. 
uh, <laughs> as usually, Bam, Barry Johnson, TK Seption, thank you very much for hanging out with us. So I do, I want to say welcome back. I want to say thank you very much to Finn, to Greg, to Aditya, to Jermaine, to Jimmy Fire and Dragon, even Yusuf, you know, hanging out with us uh, at the, here at this time. Um, of course, Dominic Juan, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I saw Chimmy. I saw Matt earlier in there as well. Greg and everybody kicking it with us on this beautiful Saturday. Um, again, I hope that you guys are doing well. I'm going to go ahead and say stop sharing here. And bam, we're going to bring back. I know I have boxes sitting here, the, the Samsung mics that I opened. So it's in front of my monitor. I'm having to look around. Um, I hope you're doing well. I hope you stay safe and you do you stay hydrated. And you, obviously, if you're if you're if you're dealing with a heat wave, Try to take care of yourself. Hydration is a big factor and you forget about it sometimes because we think we, we don't really think about it all the time. Yeah, but when the temperatures are up, we need to hydrate more. Um, try, do better. And um, honestly, I would love it if you guys are able to share some content, maybe push some streams uh, or some, uh, some reels over on Instagram and tag me. Please tag me and I'd love to share your content as well on my side uh, to get you some more views, if anything, uh, at, at the very least. But it is super easy. The app is called CapCut. There's three videos on the channel, more content coming out next week. I am going to definitely do and finally finish the uh, the Mate 40, the Mate 4, the Magic 4, uh, sorry, I want to call it the Mate, the Magic 4 Pro uh, video review for me because I've had the phone for some time and I haven't had the opportunity to finalize everything correctly in there. So uh, with that being said, be safe, stay safe. I'll see you next week for the other for another episode of the Android Bay on Saturday. And of course, uh, Monday, we'll all see each other on the SGGQA with Juan Carlos. And um, you never know, you may see my face and his face together more often in the near future. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next time.